The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you on Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. It is your favorite morning show, and we appreciate you joining us wherever you're catching us right now, whether that's on 590, 1480, on YouTube Live, on Twitter Live. I'm with my main guy, DB. It's Andrew Rogers, Shane Schillerberg on the board. We're having some fun this, having some fun this morning. Lots still to get to, but DB's making me hungry you because are he showed looking me photos. Live. He showed me photos of his um, skirt steak. I, Skirt steak. I, I, I want to try to describe shrimp. it. Five star meal that was made at the Benning household over the weekend. I just, uh, you know, I, I did two little skirt steaks, and because I've got to use up some stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you get and a cow? Is it like a I've got a half a coming? So I need to go at some point in the next three or four days. It's in Aurora, which is a quick two hour. Oh, nice. Hour. I don't know. Hour fifty. And you have a guy for that? No. You don't have a guy for a cow? No, it's kind of bumming me out. So um, I've got to figure that out. I thought I had it figured out. But remember the day, so Thursday, remember when my phone hit the skids and I couldn't see Mm -hmm. anything? The screen was black. So I spent all day trying to figure that out. Well, apparently, Dookie Clint, who listens to the show quite a bit, got the other half. So he was going on Thursday to pick it up, and I never... Got the text message because I couldn't see. Right, and I didn't get the loaner. I didn't get the replacement phone until Friday. So I asked him last week. I said, "Hey, are you still going? Are you still going guy. down to get?" And right. He goes, "What do you I, mean?" I went. <laughs> right. I was like, "Shoot!" <laughs> but that's where I met. Um, where I got uh, my both Buddha and Biggie from too. So I'm very familiar with the Love Gas Station. <laughs> Right there. On <laughs> what the were they just in? Uh, like a little chained-in fence. Yeah, and I can't. I, and you're no, I your can't tank. remember. She's like in. It's it's wolf. It's wolf's with a W. Um, kennel. And or wolf's bulldogs. And I think she's in either. I'm gonna blow it. It's one of the rocks. It's either guide like rock. The rock it's, it's either guide rock or table rock or somewhere. So Aurora was kind of a. A rendezvous point for us <laughs> to get the dogs. But anyway, I don't even know why I just told you that story. But yeah, so get I'd, off topic I'd like, every I'd now like and then. Two, two skirt steaks left. So in regards to you eating leftovers in front of the TV tonight now, watching the national championship game, our poll question, who are you taking tonight? Would you take Georgia 13 and a half? Because this is what it opened as when I made the poll question. Yeah. And then I left my apartment and it was back down to 12 and a half. Yeah, so it is, I'm going to keep it at 13 and a half for this for the for argument's sake. Here. It is currently sitting at. Wow, I'm, did it bounce so, back up? So it's close. There's a couple twelve and a halves, a couple thirteens, a couple thirteen and a halves. 
So let's just say 13 for laughs and giggles. I don't I, I would probably be a spectator. It's pretty high to take Georgia, but Georgia could easily do it. Well, they typically play their best football at the most opportune times. So, because they have a tendency to sleepwalk a little bit. But, man, I th- and I said this in, with TCU in Michigan. Don't under – and I, I don't think they will now. But remember, I said don't underestimate TCU's physicality. Mm-hmm. I talk about them being better against the run than statistics show and how they fit in the run game. And they have a lot of versatility. So you can line up a couple of different places. You may be head up and they may get down a gap and a half, right? It's not they move a ton and they bring some drama. So the thing that I think you'd have to worry about, the best thing, number one, is to be a spectator. But if you are, got to be wary of like a, a late TCU, like a backdoor cover, or just TCU being in the game. Because all they've heard all year, and we'll talk to to Jim Duggan here in a sec, they've defied odds all year. Through like week nine or ten or even 11, they were still the yeah, but team. Yeah, but. I give up too many. It started started as Oklahoma State, then it went to TCU. They get behind too much, but, you know, it's like, I don't know, at some point, and it's about now, <laughs> who your record says you are. I'll be curious to see what the poll question says because the gates at the Vegas will let you know. The gates at Vegas. I'm having a hard time, too, deciding. there. So when Joe Burrow won with LSU, I was confident with that pick. Like, hey, I'm going to take LSU to win this football game. And it was a, I think it was a close money line, so I just sat money line, put a lot of money on the money line, and just let it ride. But for this game in particular, you can't win on the money line. Yeah. Because if you lean Georgia, you're not betting minus 350. It's minus or, 500. Or, or now minus 500. And you're not betting TCU. At plus 375? At, but you're not putting $100 down on that. Well, 10 will get you 3750. And I'm not opposed to that. But I'm saying That's when you bet totally big money. You. When you bet big money. No, because I'm big odds, small amounts. At 10 bucks for yeah, $37.50? It's got to be above like 1000 for me to put $10 down. Dude, I've seen comfortable. some of your hockey anytime <laughs> scores. It's like 5 bucks to win yeah, 50 yesterday. <laughs> was Yesterday was not very good for me. No? Uh, no. Skids? Tough day. Real tough day. Was it hockey? Hockey and football. Help Andrew uh, out, 888-638-4876. Hey, sometimes I need help, sometimes I don't. Now, um, in regards What are you, like a mouse? Sometimes you feel like a nut? <laughs> in regards to understanding the offense and defense. I don't know if I need a lot of help because I think uh, we'll start offensively for the Huskers. Marcus Satterfield laid it out, um, at least his philosophy out perfectly for people to understand. It was kind of like an offensive book for dummies. Hey, did you see uh, Run the Ball Guy? He was like, woo! <laughs> right. Hey, then immediately everybody was, they're like looking around, they're like, is like, there, did he just say fullback? Who's the fullbacks on the <laughs> roster? Wait, do we have any fullbacks on the roster? Like, who can, oh, what tight end works? Who can play fullback? You know, and we'll talk to Sam McEwen about that at 8 because he had some names pop up on his article that were interesting, one being somebody on the defensive side of the football mm-hmm. that kind of caught my attention. Uh, but, you know, having a fullback isn't the worst thing in the world. It really, it really is not. If you want to play the long game, if you want to play time of possession – yeah, and you're telling yourself you're going to run the football more than you're going to throw. And I don't think I don't think it has anything to do with being conservative or salt and clock. I think it's a style. 
that, 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 that I think it's a style that they want to play. I mean, um, I remember being associated with a team one time that played, and sometimes we'd have a fullback, sometimes we'd have two, sometimes we'd have two tight ends, and we still snapped the ball with 18 seconds left on the clock. So sometimes it's just a style in which you want to play that you think gives yourself a chance to win, but it's weird, right? Because Nebraska's talking about using a fullback and a tight end or two, and Wisconsin may very well be running air raid. Who knows what Minnesota's going to do with that revamped staff? Northwestern transitioning. Illinois is RPO zone spread. What's going on in the Big Ten? Do you get the sense? I, I'll, I'll never be able to see it in my head as long as Coach Ferentz is there that they're going to get in and spread and throw the ball around the yard. But, look, there's the majority of the teams, and you heard Coach Rule say it, and you heard Coach Satterfield double down on it. A lot of teams run 11 personnel. That's one back, one tight end. Right? You are in spread quite a bit, and you're defending spread quite a bit. So I'll be curious to see if – Nebraska will actually be one of the different teams. I've seen teams win and compete for a lot of Big Ten championships with a tight end and a fullback. So I watch Iowa win a lot of games doing that. I watch Minnesota win a lot of games doing that. I watch Wisconsin win a lot of games Former doing that. Wisconsin. Right. right. I, <laughs> hey, that's going to be fascinating. That is – Luke I mean, Pickle doesn't seem like – Especially now that they uh, have like – That type of coach, so uh, I'm not you, surprised. You know, a third of Minnesota's staff over there in Madison, it's like, well, what are they going to do? But yep. your offensive coordinator would lead me to believe, can you bring Chapel Hill to, to Madison? We'll see. And I think we got some answers on knowing what Tony White wants to do with the three three five, and, and just kind of laying it out saying it's a baseline. Right? It's meant for recruiting. If we get more guys up front, if we get more linebackers, if we get more backs, that now we're going to decide, hey, do we go 4-2-5? You know do my favorite thing about him? His delivery. I think he doesn't know who he is. I think he doesn't know what he wants to do. Like, And it was a little more engaging than I thought, too. He, Outside of maybe Barthel, I, I think T-Duck, Coach White is is probably the one that captivates me the most. And – I mean, no coincidence, could have the most impact in my house, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So it's Definitely like, could. So it's like, hey, what are we doing? Wink, wink. No, I'm just, I mean, that's just the reality of it. It is reality, but also it's like a little, it's another teaser, right? Yeah. We love to tease <laughs> on this show. There's no tease. Like, I, I, <laughs> hey, Coach Coop, Coach White. Like, I'll probably how about get it. said about I, Coop, too, how he's like the Red Bull. Yeah, I, right. Well, you could tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he looks like he's constantly got the switch on. <laughs> he's moving fast. He talks fast. And he's a coach rule guy. I mean, this, this, this will be interesting. Talk a, lot, about, a lot of juice. Talk about teases. We couldn't get Max on the show because he's apparently busy doing something tonight. So we're going to talk to his dad next.